Praise God, praise God, praise God. This is your Elder Solomon coming to you this and every Friday with the Hour of Faith. We want to conclude or finish the topic we started some weeks ago. Talk to God in His language. Talk to God in His language. Language is very important. And if someone doesn't understand or you that you don't understand someone's language it's very difficult to communicate hallelujah because each of you don't understand each other and it will not work let's say you are going somewhere a chinese man is warning you that there's a danger ahead but because you don't understand the chinese you will still not mind him and pass and you go and hit the danger but if you understood him, you would have turned around and go. Hallelujah. So language is very important. And what is the language of God? The language of God is the word of God. For we said in the previous uh, chapters that the word of God is the breath of God. And if it's the breath of God, or if God inspired them to write, then it is indeed the word of God. Then we can also rely on it and talk to God in his word. Hallelujah. Luke chapter 1 verse 37 says, For the word of God will never fail. For the word of God will never fail. Hallelujah. So if his word will not fail, then how much more? Are we going to fail? We have to repeat his word to him. Hallelujah. And if we do so, we will surely get results. We will surely, surely get results. Because communication is... When you communicate to somebody, you expect that the person communicate back to you. Hallelujah. It's not a one-way, it's a two-way. I speak, you answer. I speak, you answer. Or you speak, I answer. Hallelujah. Let's go to Jeremiah chapter 1, verse 12. He said to Jeremiah, You have seen well. You have seen well. For I am ready to perform my word. You have seen well. For I am ready to perform my word. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You have seen well. I am ready to perform my word. The first version or the Luke chapter 137 also say, For the word of God will never fail. Okay. So let's see one man who tried to remind God or spoke to God in God's own language. And God replied him. There are many of them, but we want to conclude. So we are using only one example. And maybe some other time, if God permits, we will bring it back again. Hallelujah. Turn your Bible with me to Isaiah. Isaiah chapter 38. Isaiah chapter 38, verse chapter. Isaiah 38, verse 1 to 6. I'm reading from the New King James Version. In those days... Hezekiah was sick and near to death, and Isaiah the prophet, the son of Amos, 
went to him and said to him, Thus says the Lord, Set your house in order, for you shall die and not live. <laughs> Verse 2. Then Hezekiah turned his face towards the wall and prayed to the Lord. Verse 3. And said, Remember now, O Lord. If the Bible is yours, underline, Remember now, O Lord. Remember now, O Lord, I pray, how I have walked before you in truth and with a loyal heart and have done what is good in your sight. Hezekiah wept bitterly. Verse 4. And the word of the Lord came to Isaiah saying, I want to pause here. And then we will come back to the verse 5 and 6. Here is a man, a king called Hezekiah. Immediately he was installed, he started a project. And that project was that all the people of Israel have gone astray and they were worshipping idols. So what he did was that he brought all the he renovated the, the church or the temple of God in the first place. When he renovated the, the temple of God, the Levites that were supposed to worship there and then pray for the people and lead the people to, to worship God, they had left. Why? Because the people were no more bringing tithes and, and the Levites are not working. They are the pastors, if I may say today. So they had to also go out and work. So when he came, he brought all the Levites, all the pastors back. Hallelujah. And he turned all Israel back to God. He destroyed every God, every image, every ghost. He destroyed them. Hallelujah. And when he did that, the people turned back to God. 14 years later, Hezekiah has fallen sick. And the word God is coming to tell him is not a good news. He told Isaiah to go and tell him. And mind you, Isaiah is the nation's prophet. He doesn't say what God hasn't said. And when he says it, you know it will happen because the Lord has spoken through him. And it has happened countless times. So, when Isaiah went to Hezekiah and said, The Lord says, Thou says the Lord, that prepare your house, or if in our days we say, Prepare your will, for you will surely die. Hezekiah immediately knew that this is the word of God. So I'm also going to communicate back to God. He has given me his message. I am going to communicate back to him in his own words. Hallelujah. Then he turned to his wall. And let's see what happened after he has turned to his wall. I'm reading the verse 4 again. We are on Isaiah 38. I'm reading the verse 4 to 6. And the word of the Lord came to Isaiah, saying, verse 5, Go and tell Hezekiah, thus says the Lord, the God of 
David, your father. I have heard your prayer. I have seen your tears. Surely I will add to your days 15 years. I will deliver you and this city from the hand of the king of Asherah as I will and I will defend this city. Hallelujah. Hezekiah only prayed for his life because God said he was going to die. So when he turned to the war, he was praying and remembering God, reminding God of what he has done. Hallelujah. He was speaking in the language of God. What was he saying? The Lord says, I am a covenant-keeping God. I remember my covenant even to a thousand generations. And what Ezekiah did is a covenant that he made by renovating the church of God or the temple of God and bringing back the Levites to worship and lead the people to worship and turning the whole of Israel's heart back to God. It means a lot because the Bible says even if one sinner turned to God, the whole heaven rejoiced. So let alone a whole nation that have turned back to God the heavens will rejoice and by so doing it means he has had covenant with god and the lord too says his word can never fail and those who he has covenant with when you ask him anything he will have to remember the covenant he has with you and honor it hallelujah so hezekiah spoke to god in god's own language Oh Lord, remember. Oh Lord, remember. Oh Lord, remember. What can God remember about you? If you are praying just like Ezekiah's own and you are in a critical condition, what can God remember of you? He, because he has done something, he said, Remember, oh Lord. I've worked with you with a loyal heart. I've done what gladdens you. I've done this. I've done this. And he, in fact, he was telling God that he should remember what he did, that bringing the people back to him. Hallelujah. And immediately he spoke to God in God's own language. He changed his mind. The Lord changed his mind. He said to Isaiah, go and tell him that that says the Lord, you should prepare your house you should put your house in order for you shall surely die and the word of God came to Isaiah again Isaiah didn't leave the premises of Hezekiah immediately Isaiah spoke Hezekiah turned his face to the wall and prayed so Isaiah did not leave the palace he was on his way going and the message came again and the Lord said turn back and go and tell Hezekiah that I've heard his prayer. I've seen his tears. In fact, I have remembered. Hallelujah. I have now, you have reminded me of what you did. Therefore, I am giving you 15 more years to live. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And not only that, at that time, Israel was under attack. 
and that nation were stronger and bigger than Israel. So the Lord said he would defeat that nation for Israel. He would defeat them for him, for them. Hallelujah. But Hezekiah did not pray for that. He was only praying that his life would be spared. But God added another thing. By defending the city or defending the nation from the other people or from their enemies. Hallelujah. He used one stone to kill two bears. He only asked for his life. But the Lord said, what you have done is enough. So I am going to liberate you from that bondage, from that strong enemy. Hallelujah. Hezekiah spoke to God in his language and God understood him. Hallelujah. Whenever you are praying, there is no situation in this world that is not in the Bible. If it doesn't matter your circumstance. It is in the Bible. Hallelujah. If you are looking for protection, he protected Daniel in the lion's den for more than 10 hours. He was thrown into the lion's pit until the next day they took him out. Daniel, not a scratch, has touched Daniel. The lion could not eat him up. Hallelujah. And if, if you still want uh, 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 protection, you can also turn back to Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. God protected them even in the fire. And they never got bent. Only the ropes that were tying them got bent. But their bodies and even their attire, the Bible said there was no scent of any smoke in it. Hallelujah. So he can protect you. If you have been poisoned or you have eaten anything poisonous, a python or a snake, a heavy snake, bites Paul. And Paul shook it away the, the poison could not do him anything why because according to mark chapter 16 verse 18 he said even if you drink anything poisonous it will not harm you hallelujah so if you have been poisoned you activate the word of god and speak to him that god you said if i eat anything poisonous i'm not saying that intentionally go and take poison and drink that one God won't mind you because you are trying to test him and that one he won't mind you but if genuinely you, you bought the food from outside you didn't know you have eaten and there was poison in it or somebody intentionally want to poison you that one when you speak God will remember his word which is his language and he will defeat that poison in you and you will live again it doesn't matter the dosage. It doesn't matter whatever. Hallelujah. If you are looking for a children, the Lord says, children are his heritage and they are a gift from him. He gives to us freely. Hallelujah. And he said in uh, Deuteronomy that no barren woman or an impotent man will stay in my house. Why? Because even they are living uh, their animals who give birth, let alone them. So if you are looking for a child, remind God of his word that he said. 
talk to him in his own words. That is according to Deuteronomy chapter 7, verse 13 to 15. Hallelujah. And when he hears his own words, he will have to honor it. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. If you are looking for promotion, promotion does not come from the east or from the west. Promotion comes from above. The Lord will promote you. Hallelujah. If you are looking for increase, the Lord bless Isaac. Even in the time when there was a serious famine in the land, just like our time, now that there's serious sickness called COVID-19, that changes from one wave to another, and now we say they have crown or something, something, hallelujah. And the economy of nations are cramping down. At that time, that is the same time Isaac was in. But the Lord blessed Isaac. And at that time that people were not finding food, that was the time God made Isaac plant and reap a hundredfold. So he became rich and he became rich until he became very rich. That is what the Bible says according to Genesis. Hallelujah. And even the people of the land were envying him. Hallelujah. So you are looking for prosperity is in the Bible. Protection is in the Bible. If you want wisdom, knowledge, and understanding, it's in the Bible. It's God who gave Daniel, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego knowledge that they were ten times better than the wise men in Babylon. And he says in James that if anyone lacks wisdom, let him ask of the Lord, and the Lord will give to him freely. Hallelujah. So if you are looking for knowledge, it's in the Bible. What else again? What else again? If you are looking for marriage, it's in the Bible. It is the Lord who created Adam and Eve and made them marry. So God understand language. That language. If you are you are going to search for a man or you are searching for a woman to marry, Isaac did same. And when the man went to the place, he said. The woman who will give me water to drink and give all my camels, all my, my animals, water to drink, I will know that this is the lady God has chosen for my master's son, which is Isaac. And lo and behold, when he went there, it happened the same. So, uh, 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 Rebecca fetched for him, fetched for his animals, and he knew that this is the lady. And Isaac married Rebecca. What are we saying? If you are searching for a husband, if you are searching for a wife, it is only God who will show you the right person. The physical beauty is there. Everything is there. But the Lord will show you. He will not make you choose wrongly. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. In the same vein, whatever you are doing and you want to choose, you tell God, and he would do it. Samuel was asked to go and anoint one of Jesse's sons to become a king. And when he went there, the men that were at home were very handsome. Immediately Samuel saw the, the elderly brother of David. He said, this is the man. And the, he poured the oil. The oil didn't come. And the Lord said, this is not the man I want. 
first one, second one, third one, four, fifth, six. No one of them. God said, I have not chosen them. Until he asked, Is there any son of yours again? He said, He's in the bush. He said, Go and call him. Until he comes, we will not sit. Hallelujah. And when David came, the Lord said, This is the man I love. Anoint him. And immediately he poured the oil, he came. So if you want to select something, it doesn't matter how many men will come. It doesn't matter how many women will come. It doesn't matter how beautiful or richer they are. Listen to the Lord. Ask him and he will select for you so that you won't make mistake. Why? Because we don't know what will happen even the next second, the, the, the next year. But some people will rush into it and when they get there, they know that, ah, I, if I knew, but the Lord, we call him Nyansabua Kwenyame. He knows the end from the beginning. So when you are going and you ask him, he will tell you, this one won't help you. This one will help you. Then you listen to him and take that one. Hallelujah. Every situation is in the Bible. If you, even if you want to raise the dead, it's in the Bible. Jesus did it. He did it. So you can also do it. Hallelujah. If you want to cast out demons, that one is plenty. Plenty. Hallelujah. And if you want the power of God to come on you, that one too is plenty. Anything at all, the Lord can do it for you. When you ask in his language, hallelujah, let someone ask. Let someone ask from today in God's language. And when you speak to him in his language, he will respond for sure. He will surely respond and you will get the favorable answer. God bless us all and have a great weekend. Bye-bye.